With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network. Available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome. It's our number three, hour three of our radio program, and we talk all about the boob tube. Shouldn't the NFL be worried about the low ratings for the Thursday night package? Will Amazon be making any changes going into 2023 as a result as a 40-plus percent decline in viewership on Thursday night NFL games? And how do you translate what the meaning of these overall TV ratings tell us on the state of NFL broadcasting? We'll get to that and more here in our number three plus Mallard of the third degree. Here it is. Lost in a jungle, a ratings jungle. Welcome in the beginning. Of another hour of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere, one-on-one, as we practice Humpty Dumptism, coast-to-coast, border-to-border, and beyond, on the vast and supersizedly powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from the carousel, the coaching carousel. We are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. That's a lot. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. And our lead this hour coming from what else but the football world, the calm before the storm. The calm before the storm in that business is the playoffs. Wild card weekend going to heat up in a few days here. We look forward to that. But in the meantime, we were given the gift of a wellness check. Our lead coming from the TV world here. The regular season is over. It's in the books. Another season has come and gone. And it's time to take a look at how the NFL did 
How did it do? Come on down. Is the price right? Well, if you have not seen, and maybe not, you, you, you say, well, the NFL painted the town red. Well, it depends how you look at it. It's like there's a lot of different ways to peel back an apple. And the sports business connoisseurs have checked in. They have crunched the numbers, and they have determined that overall, the viewership for the NFL circa the year 2022 of our Lord, uh, down. The NFL audience is down from year to year. They went from 17.1 million average viewers back in 2021 to 16.7 million. That is roughly a 3% decline it's within the margin of error as the crow flies now keep in mind the ratings were up on fox they were slightly up or the same on cbs and the nfl network and nbc so why the decline well it turns out that espn saw their audience go down the arrow pointing down they lost about six percent of their viewership on monday night football and the thursday night package though that stands out like a Throbbing thumb. Uh, Arizona, the site of, uh, I remember there's one game in particular where I said, well, this is not going well for the Thursday night package. It was uh, Arizona and the Saints. Remember that matchup? And then they had Indianapolis and Denver. That was another turd. Well, Amazon is said to have lost, according to the numbers that we have seen here, 42% of the viewership on the Thursday night package. How low can you go? They're doing the uh, the limbo. How low can you go? So let us discuss. Rather a rhetorical question. We'll answer it. We'll ask it anyway. Shouldn't the NFL be worried about the numbers that the Thursday night package went down 42% on Amazon? So I'm nodding my head. Yes, I've got slushy HGTV and elevator music. And we will get right to the root of the problem. So first of all, the the NFL, I think we all know this now, right? We're all smart people, I think. I don't know. Uh, the, the, The NFL is not in the football business, right? They're not in the football business. That's false advertising. They are in show business, right? And they're very generous that they offer their product to a bunch of different media companies and they are then in bed with all these media companies but they provide entertainment packaged as gridiron gladiators nobody has more sway in hollywood hooray for hollywood than the nfl they have an iron fist it was over 80 of the top 100 rated television programs were nfl products but amazon went they they took over the, the 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 bulk of the Thursday schedule, right? there were a few games that weren't on Amazon, but the Thursday night package, uh, and it had been on Fox, and Fox averaged 16.4 million viewers in 2021. Amazon averaged less than 10 million at 9.6 million viewers on the Thursday night package. That is a humiliation situation when you raise the curtain, and there's a lot of spin going on. The spin doctors are playing, and they say, well, it's not that bad, and and they're going on, well, it it takes time, and that is true. It does take time to build up an audience on a place that is not familiar. It's not territory that we normally go to for our NFL, but to see the audience vanish that much, man, oh, man, oh, man. The NFL, though, the way I look at it, 
They knew what they were getting into. They knew this was going to be a rocky road. They, they, they knew that they'd probably have to turn on their emergency blinkers and drive in the middle lane because there's a, a bunch of water on the road and there's a lot of rain coming down. And they made a deal with the devil. They got a nice slushy. They got a nice slushy in the deal. Amazon gave them a big slush fund of money in exchange for the NFL Thursday night package taking it in the shorts. I don't work for the NFL. I assume you don't either, so it's I have no skin in the game. It is embarrassing. But the NFL took one of those giant cartoon-sized over, you know, oversized checks. They're getting $90 million per Thursday night game. Amazon overall is paying a billion dollars a year. So it's over $90 million per game. It's an 11-game package. So it doesn't matter if anyone's watching or not. It's like... It's kind of like when you work in radio, if you worked in, in uh, public radio, it doesn't matter if anyone's listening, right? Because they get paid either way. But if you do the Amazon, right? If I, if I worked for uh, you know, one of those morning uh, shows and I did uh, public radio, I was like, I wouldn't care if anyone listened because I get paid the same either way. It doesn't matter. But that's the way the NFL is looking at this, right? They're getting their money. Amazon's the, the one who's getting played here. Now, as a friend of mine pointed out, You don't even know if the number is actually 42% down or higher than that because it's very easy to stream the uh, or to uh, to manipulate, I should say, to manipulate the streaming numbers. Right now, it's kind of like the podcasting. You know, certain guys say, "Oh, I'm the most downloaded podcaster of all time." Well, not a lot of people have access to the data, so you can manipulate the numbers, and especially in that world with bots and whatnot, and terrestrial television, it's a little harder to, to finagle the numbers, not that that hasn't been done, but a 42% decline in business is terrible any way you slice it. Right? You say, ah, oh, you're not a businessman. Well, I'm in the advertising business. What I do is the advertising business. Now, secondly, will Amazon be making any changes going into 2023 as a direct result of what has gone on? And I would say absolutely. They patched together the Thursday night broadcast crew. I would expect them to go HGTV. Break it down back to the studs, the broadcast, right? Play love it or list it. Bring in Hillary's keen eye for style. And uh, David's got the insider knowledge there on the market. And, uh, and they have a big fat wallet. They have grand designs on improving the broadcast. Now, from what I'm hearing from my friends that are supposedly on the inner circle, uh, the, the word is that they would like to replace Kirk Herbstreit. Doesn't mean they're going to replace him, but he is seen as a college football guy in the think tank. That You think of Kirk Herbstreit, you think of an SEC game. You don't think of a Thursday night NFL game. Herbie was not their first choice. I would expect Amazon to again take a swing. They're doing that right now with Sean McVay. Al Michaels is not the problem, but Al's getting up there, and uh, he does not put up with bull crap, and Al complains. Uh, he gripes about how bad the product is, and that's people get uncomfortable. They don't like truth in broadcasting. But there are, there are two things that Amazon cannot fix. It's what I call L&L, not a railroad, L&L, leftovers and laziness. The NFL on Thursday night has tossed out Crummy matchups, it's leftovers. It's it's the used coffee grounds, it's the eggshells, it's the milk bottles, it's the banana peels. Uh, it's all that. Right? It's uh, chopped up bits of, uh, of, of different uh, vegetables. It's an age-old problem. Right? It's an age-old problem. 
that uh, that the NFL has, has always done on Thursday night. Now, the other issue is also a problem of human nature. Laziness. That's the other L. Laziness, right? Humans are naturally lazy, biologically programmed to do as little work as possible. So how does that impact Amazon? It's too much work to find the game. And, and you know, say, well, young people, it's all old people, it's all boomers that can't find the game and all that stuff. Blah, 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 blah. But for a lot of people, even if you know the technology, you get home from work, the average person gets home from work, work normal hours, you want to have a brewski, you want to watch the game, but if you're not a diehard fan, you don't have a bet on the game, do you really want to go through hoops there to watch a Commanders-Bears game or a Falcons-Panthers game if they're not your team? Of course not. And I, I know this firsthand. Convenience is the key. We have many more people that listen to this show on terrestrial radio because we happen to be on at a time where you're able to listen. Right? And we, we're there, we're keeping you company, and that's how that goes. And there's a great example of that. Our buddy Sean, who's driving a truck around Boston, he does construction. And Sean loves the show, and he called up on a newbie night here just a, you know, not that long ago. And it's a, it's a thing of convenience. Like, to me, the podcast is very convenient. You can listen whenever you want. But for a lot of people, it's like whoever's on the radio at the time I want to listen to the radio, that's the person I'm going to listen to. And, and that's just the way it is. But streaming is also fragmented. Uh, that world has it's caused user fatigue. There's many studies have been done on that. And people complain that there's also technical problems, glitches, which often are user error. It's not even Amazon. Amazon's got everything right, but people's Wi-Fi connection sucks. Their internet's not good, and so they don't get a good feed on the game, and, and that becomes part of the problem. All right, final thought. So how do you translate what the meaning of the overall TV ratings are? So it's a reminder that it's the game stupid. That's what matters most. We get all worked up, those of us in the sports media, about everything else. Right? It's all subterfuge. NBC lost Al Michaels. They kicked him out. They said, we don't want Al anymore. Greatest play-by-play guy of his generation, Al Michaels. They booted him out for Mike Tirico. Now, Tirico's fine. He's not as good as Al Michaels. That is a subtraction situation. The ratings were still a locomotive for NBC. Why? The NFL gives them the glorified matchups. That's the key television window. It's a big blow, also the ratings, to Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. Those guys took the Saudi investment fund payout from ESPN, and it turns out nobody gives a crap whether Joe Buck's calling an NFL game or not. The rank and file don't give a, they couldn't give a rat's ass who's calling an NFL game. That validates an old take that we've had for many, many years, that you tune into a game for the teams and the players. The broadcasters are merely elevator music, that they're at the table, but they're not the reason you come to the table. You know what I'm saying? All right, so they're, they're white noise, right? expensive white noise. Chris Collinsworth is making $12 million a year. You could put a cactus in the booth, and if the game's good, people are going to watch on NBC. Joe Buck, $14 million a year. Ratings went down. Troy Aikman, $18 million a year. Ratings went down. Tony Romo's, I think it's $17 million. Doesn't matter whether he's there or not. People are going to watch it. The game's good on CBS. They're going to watch uh, something else if it's not. None of them move the needle in terms of appointment television. And it's, uh, it's what we've, we've pointed out here, that you tune into a radio show to hear the commentary, the stylings, the opinions of the person who's doing the show. You don't tune into an NFL game for that. 
They have mute buttons if you don't like it. And in the end, the NFL, though, they're winning. They don't really care about this. In the end, they like the Amazon numbers to come up. But they have an 11-year, they're in the second season of an 11-year, $110 billion, with a B, television rights package combined from Amazon, CBS, ESPN, Fox, and NBC. They also just inked a seven-year deal with Google for Sunday Ticket starting next year, and that's a, a, an additional $2.5 billion per year. So, cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. All right, it is the Ben Maller Show, and it is time right now for Maller to the third degree on a newbie night. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. Yeah. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. And we bring in the coop de George Kittle spoke with the media on Monday and said that Brock Purdy should 100% be in the discussion for Offensive Rookie of the Year, despite not having played the entire season. Ben, does Purdy have a shot? Well, he's got a shot, but he's not the favorite here. I would be surprised if he wins it. And the problem with these things, it's it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. And traditionally, you can't win the New York Marathon, the Boston Marathon, if you start at mile 20. And that's essentially what Brock Purdy did. He's been great, but he started the race late. Kenneth Walker, who's been there most of the year in Seattle, 1,000-yard running back, which isn't all that impressive in a 17-game season, but 1,000 yards is a big number. Garrett Wilson, 1,000-yard receiver for the Jets. Those guys are ahead of Brock Purdy, but he did make the late push. He had 13 touchdowns in five games. I believe it's not enough. He will not win, but he has a shot. Next! Jeff Saturday made it clear on Monday that he wants the full-time job as the Colts head coach and that if he gets it, quote, there's going to be significant change. Ben, do you think Ursay is crazy enough to go with Saturday full-time? Well, this just comes down to the mood of Jim Ursay. Like, is he on the wagon? Is he off the wagon? What kind of pharmaceuticals are going on there in that little brown paper bag? Like, logic be damned with Ursay. You can't read Ursay. I'll give him credit on that. There's no book on Jim Ursay. He does whatever the hell he wants, depending on the day. But... I enjoyed what Jeff Saturday, the the bull crap he said. I enjoyed that because you know, he's a good old boy and he was laying it on thick. He made his case. You actually believed he did a great job. The Colts went one in seven. They had, they blew a thirty three point lead to the Vikings. They gave up a thirty three point fourth quarter to the Cowboys. And you would have thought Jeff Saturday was the second coming of Tony Dungy for the Colts. The way he was talking, it was ridiculous. All right, now next. Brandon Cooks also spoke with the media and said that he is not looking to be part of a rebuild and is trusting that his camp will be able to get him out of Houston. Uh, I mean, they weren't before. I don't know why now. But, Ben, do you think the Texans will trade him? Well, this thing is ridiculous because Brandon Cooks had no issue with the Texans blowing when he signed on the dotted line. Houston was a dumpster fire when he signed the contract he has right now. I think he's got one year left on it. He's 29 years old. He's got nine seasons. He's played with a bunch of different teams. I could totally see him being traded for a mid-round draft pick. You're not going to get much in return for Brandon Cooks. He's not a top-of-the-line wide receiver. He's a good player, but not a great player. That's the kind of guy that gets traded right before the NFL draft for some mid-round pick. All right, there it is. Mallard of the third degree, a little late than uh, than before, but how did we do? You passed this edition. All right, that is a winner. You can put it on the board. Yes, it is a newbie night. All new calls. We'll get back to the new callers and also the Maller Riddle of the Day. Here it is. The uh, Maller Riddle of the Day. I'm gonna do, I was going to do a, a video game one, but I think I'll do basketball instead. So an NBA player was ejected from a recent game 
for launching blank onto the court during the game. An NBA player was ejected for launching blank onto the court during a game. That is the Mallard Riddle of the Day. The answer, we'll get to it, and we will do it next. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Do you love Selena? Like, really love Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go, like, how do I detach from my from this idea of, what do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Join the curious world of the Ben Maller Show online. It's pain-free and easy to do. Just follow your host on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. And you can tweet at and follow our technical producer. He plays all the music and most of the funny sound bites on the Ben Maller Show. He's got Cooking with Roberto coming up in a bit. His first name is Roberto. His last name is Flores. You can follow him at Raider underscore Rob 24. Poopy pie. You want a poopy pie? I I do not want a poopy pie. And now live from the TireRack.com Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. And we will get back to the calls on a newbie night coming up here momentarily. And we will have a newbie playing too much or not enough. We look forward to that as well. But first, the Maller Riddle of the Day. Here it is, the Maller Riddle of the Day. An NBA player was ejected for launching blank onto the court during a recent game. That is 
the Maller riddle of the day. What is the answer? And let's see if anybody knows the answer. Here we go. Uh, let's see here. Late night drug tester says the NBA player launched a new crypto stock onto the court. Uh, page down here. Rob in Vegas says he was suspended for launching projectile diarrhea onto the court. Well, that would be that would be unfortunate. He tossed his cookies from Donkey Sausage. Sean in Portland says hookers and cocaine. The answer, Ferg Dog says a delicious order of Raising Cane's chicken fingers was tossed onto the court. Uh, that would be uh, horrible, uh, horrible, horrible. Milkman Mike got it right. Bad job. By him, uh, Alf, the alien opiner, says the NBA player was ejected for watching Home Alone on the Jumbotron. A booger from Mark Mann, the Bronco fan, launching snot rockets from Joe in Okinawa. An octopus from Mr. Nice Guy. Uh, page down, page down. Courtesy Flusher says he tossed a dwarf. Who else do we have? Uh, launching his lunch from Mason in uh, Southern California in uh, Huntington Beach. Uh, Chip in the Q's cheated. He got it right. Amy, the Yankee fan, says that he launched his jockstrap. Well, that would be that would be wrong. That would not be right. Uh, trucker Joe, who's no longer a trucker, says Antonio Brown's bag of penis-shaped gummy candy was tossed out on the court. Eddie, do you have an answer, Eddie? Yeah, it was uh, one of those massagers. No, that's not exactly right, Eddie. That's uh, it's not right. It was a massage. It was a massage gun, Eddie. He was what yeah, he tossed what out on the court. No, you said one of those massages. Yeah, that's it's, what, that's what it it's was. not specific enough. It was a massage gun. It was, it was close. Enough. That was, no, it's a massage. It's called the massage. I gun. got it right. Thank you. No, you did not get it right. It's a bad job by you. Roberto already played and the got it you're right. You're not supposed to get jingle. it right. You didn't get it right. Uh, Dwayne Deadman. Uh, uh, he was he was the one. He he. Did not appear to realize he was doing it, although he he had a hissy fit as he was walking behind the bench, and he he hit something, and then that sent the projectile onto the court. Like right, it was a TNT game. Oklahoma City was playing Miami. It was the second quarter, and the Heat had the ball. They're dribbling it up the court, and then all of a sudden, woo, uh, you see this flying massage uh, gun, which is like Deshaun Watson's dream come true, and it just flew out on the court there. And uh, just like that. All right, uh, let's go to the, the phones here. And this is this guy, he was a regular for like a month, and then he quit the show. But he's back right now. Joe in Rhode Island on a newbie night. Hello, Joe in Rhode Island. <laughs> he literally just dropped as he said that. Uh, oh, is that right? Oh. All right. Well, I was excited because Joe was there, but he's not there. Let's go to... Uh, that guy's jo- a bum. That, that guy, Joe. That's, that's the Joe in Rhode Bad job by you, Joe. I set you up. I give you that big introduction. That's how you do me. Bad job by you. You're a bum. The guy's a bum. Joe in Rhode Island. Uh, Joel in Albany is on newbie night. Hello, Joel. Welcome. No, not good, Joe. You let Ben down. That's hey, right. Ben, I just want to make a, a quick comment about your uh, your monologue there. I mean, I I hate Prime because uh, the Prime games because you got all the commercials. I mean, I, I have no problem paying for something. And that red zone is awesome because there's no commercials. Prime's a waste of time. I can't switch away. Uh, I mean, Al Michaels is the best. Love the guy. So it's not him. But, uh, you know, it's, it's, yeah. I don't understand why you got to pay for something and watch the commercials. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. Well, you watch pay-per-view fights. They put commercials on the pay-per-view fights, though. That's been around for many, many years. Yeah. Right? I, don't, I don't buy those either because I, I just I watch them a couple weeks later and fast-forward through the commercials. So. All right. 
you are anti-commercial. You do not enjoy. I guess I am. You are anti. Yeah. All right. And I hear that it is a pain to switch from a, a streaming game to another streaming game, unless you're like Eddie on one of those Russian websites. Then you're able to to pull it. Why don't out they put it put like uh, best of plays for the week or or shove something else in there? You know. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's a, a fair point. But Amazon's like, hey, we're we're paying ninety million a game. We got to get our money back. So uh, that's that's what they're claiming. But I hear you. All right, Joel. Thank you, man. You're complaining. Uh, we all, always love a good complaint. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at two a.m. Eastern, eleven p.m. Pacific. Hi, this is Jay Glazer, and you may know me from the world of football or fighting, or even shows like HBO's Ballers. What you don't know is, for my entire life, I have lived in something I refer to as the gray depression, anxiety. So now I'm coming out with a new podcast, Unbreakable, a mental health podcast with Jay Glazer, where each week, while we talk about mental health, I hope to describe it. Give it words. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go, like, how do I detach from my from this idea of, what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So we've got this uh, family drama playing out with the WWE. So Vince McMahon, 
Uh, he retired amidst uh, some sort of misconduct investigation, right? He, uh, yeah, we there was that story. A scandal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him and the him and his lady canceled. friend there. Yeah, uh, yeah well, but he was apparently uh, paying off a lot. Brother. Of, yeah. A lot of uh, hush money. money. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yes. uh, So he retired, uh, but he's back now, and uh, he was elected executive chairman of the board. I don't know if he elected himself that or who did, but apparently that didn't sit well with his daughter. Uh, Stephanie McMahon, uh, mad yeah. at daddy, and she has resigned as chairperson and uh, co-CEO of the WWE. Well, what, what's she upset about? When they, they're supposedly going to sell the WWE. Vince is kind of getting up there, so uh, they're going to get rid of it. And then she'll get a bunch of money, right? Isn't that, he's, Vince is 77. He's going to sell it. He'll probably try to start some other renegade wrestling outfit or something, and then... That'll be that. Well, a lot of people are pissed because they don't want them to sell the WWE, but. Yeah. Well, no, you can't. Nothing lasts forever, right? And I'm not. Like, I've heard from people it's not as good lately. It's gone down. I don't know. I'm not. I mean, my time for the WWE was years ago, and I loved it, and I grew up on it, but I don't know. Same. Supposedly, allegedly, like, the the last six months, like, had gotten better, allegedly. And uh, Miss McMahon was probably, like, not too happy about that. You know, he's a egotistical guy so he's like oh it's my turn to come in here yeah all right well i mean they're gonna they're gonna sell it who's gonna buy it though one of these streaming companies a, a saudi uh company's gonna buy it I believe. oh really that saudi yeah, yeah uh, saudi money gonna yeah. buy it yeah oh interesting all right i assume they will no have no longer back but we were when i was younger man they used to have some really uh, things that would not play right now like iron chic yeah, exactly. They play on stereotypes. <laughs> yeah, that was dumb. Guessing the Saudis will not approve of that, but uh, but who knows? Maybe they will. All right, it is the Ben Maller Show as we continue on, and it is time now to have a have fun. Here we go. Hit that button. It's another Ben Maller game. We've endured too many of these. Is it too much or not enough? Enough already. And here we go. Too much or not enough. So line one did not want to play, so line two is going to play, and that's Billy in Kansas City. Hello, Billy. Hey, how you doing? Welcome in. It's a newbie night, Billy. You're a newbie. How exciting. <laughs> uh, pretty pumped. All right. And, and what brings you to the show? Why are you up at this unholy hour here, Billy? Uh, I get off work uh, around this hour. I okay. listen all the time. Uh, this is the first time. I was like, oh, fuck it. I'll just call. All right. All right. I don't uh, think you can say that word. Got to keep it clean. Got to keep it clean. We are oh, on okay. the, uh, the radio. I mean, I know we're right. just friends here. But uh, unfortunately, my bosses don't like the F word. All right, let's. Uh, I wish they did. Uh, they, uh, it'd be m- much more fun. The show would be much better if we could say that word. All right, Billy, good luck to you. Here we go. It's too much or not enough. You got to get three right to win. Get all five right. I'll give you two golden tickets. Get three right. I'll give you. I'll give you one golden ticket. Are you ready? Yeah, let's go. All right, Billy and Casey. Here we go. Question number one on Tuesday against the Thunder, Jimmy Butler had the second most made foul shots without a miss. He was 27 of 27. Is that too much or not enough? I'll go with uh, too much. Too much. All right. Is that right for Billy? That is correct. Jimmy Butler was 23 out of 23. Some very generous officiating in that particular game. Question number two. Here we go. Kirby Smart became only the third coach to win multiple national championships at their alma mater. Is that too much or not enough? Uh, Not enough. 
tonight. Billy says not enough. Let's find out. Is he right? That is correct. Good job by you, Billy. Yeah, back in the old days, they used to schools would almost always hire people that went to their school. Not so much anymore, but the answer's not enough. Yeah. He became the fifth coach, Kirby Smart, to do it. Bear Bryant, the gold standard, and a bunch of others there. But that, that's the answer. Five. All right, here we go. Question number three. You got the first two right. Question number three. There have been four NFL coaches in their first year with the team to make the playoffs this season. Is that too much or not enough? Four coaches first year make the playoffs this past season. Uh, uh, oh, he's doing the math. Billy's doing the math in his head right now. Uh, I'm, I'm to, yeah. uh, give me a countdown. Let's see. All right. Don't Google it. I feel like you're Googling. I need an answer. Oh, okay. I'm in the car. Uh, I'm going to go with. Too much. Too much. All right. You were not Googling it. The answer's not enough. I don't know if you know this, Billy. You can Google things in the car. It is possible. I'm just just saying. I mean, these things called smartphones. It's not recommended, though. No, it is not not recommended. No, no. And I'll do a PSA, Billy. I will do a PSA to tell you not to do that because it'll end badly for you. All right, question right, no number pass, four. No Here we go. In, uh, no All right, you got to get one more right, Billy. One more right. Stay focused. All right. Keep your eye on the prize, Billy. Come on. Iron sharpens iron. Here we go. All right. Uh, this year will mark the second time that all wild card round games will feature a rematch from the regular season. Every one of these games we already saw during the regular season. Is that too much or not enough? Uh, let's see. Uh, Chargers and Jags, Eagles. No, not Eagles. Uh, Cowboys and Bucks. Uh, I don't think that one happened, did it? I'm going to go with uh, no. That's uh, too much. Too much. All right. Uh, let's find out. Is Billy right? Yeah. Nah, I guess you weren't watching ah. the first Sunday night game when the Cowboys and Bucks played on NBC. Uh, All right, a question. One, that was so long. <laughs> that was a bad game, though. It wasn't very, uh, very good. Yeah, it was a long time ago. Question number five. Here we go. Last one. Got to get right. Got to get right. It comes down to this moment of truth. Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy is the fifth quarterback since 1950 with multiple touchdown passes in each of his first five NFL starts. Is that too much or not enough? I'm going to go not enough. You sure about that? You sure you want to do that, Billy? You sure you want to go that direction? Yeah. <laughs> you hundred, I can't talk you out of it? I can't talk you out of it? I can't yeah, twist your arm a little bit now? Oh, I'm, I'm going to stick to my guns. All right. Billy's a man. He makes his mind up. He's not going to let some idiot on the radio talk him out of it. Here we go. Let's find out. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Billy! You got the first couple of right, and then you got the last three wrong. And so you do not win our game, unfortunately. But we thank you for playing, Billy, and thanks for listening, more importantly. Go! And have a wonderful day there. I'm going to hang up on you because you'll probably curse again, but thank you. (laughs) All right, there he goes. There's Billy. We have cooking with Roberto. What are we making today for the newbies, Roberto? We're going to make uh, my red salsa that I make, big man. My right. salsa from my mother. My mom taught me how to make. From the, the old country. How, exactly. One of the first things I learned how to make. But I've changed it over the years, and I think it's better than it's ever been. You've mastered it. Yeah. All right, very good. We will, we will taste. I know tastes differ.
But we will go into the kitchen cooking with Roberto. We'll get to that, and we will do it next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. You can listen to the Ben Maller Show how you want, when you want, with podcasting. Some P1s find themselves binge listening to classic episodes, while others like to space things out. Either way, by subscribing to the free Ben Maller Show and Fifth Hour with Ben Maller podcast, you can help keep this overnight dinghy stay afloat and annoy the executive kingpins who don't understand why you listen. And now live from the Tyrac.com Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. And into the kitchen we go. It's cooking with Roberto, a self-made man. He did not go to some highfalutin culinary school in Paris. No, he did not need to. He learned the old-fashioned way. Into the kitchen. That's right. Following around his mamou and other relatives there. And now he is a self-made connoisseur of the kitchen. Cooking with Roberto. Brought to you by Progressive, Ben. That's right. It is. You know what? I was just thinking that, Roberto. I was thinking, boy, this is such a big segment on the radio. That's right. It's got a sponsor. It's you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Boy, I remember when there was a place over in Tijuana that used to sponsor That's right. This, but now you're legit. You've That's gone right. mainstream. You've sold out, Roberto. The ladies in Tijuana, baby. <laughs> Today we're going to make a red salsa. Big man is one of the first things I learned how to make. All right, my mom used to make salsa, and I can say that my salsa is better than my mom's now, Ben. I can say that. Take that, mom. That's right. Take that. Your yeah, son's even my mom was, Even my mom tells me, yeah, your salsa is pretty good. All right, good. so. All right. All right. So first of all, you need a five-ounce bag of chile de arbol or chile de arbol, all right? Stems removed, all right? Three all guajillo right. chili peppers, stems and seeds removed. Four, uh, make, I make it three pasilla chili peppers, stems and seeds removed. Uh, right. Same thing with the California chili pepper. One California chili pepper, one New Mexico chili pepper, all right? Two what's Roma tomatoes. What's the difference between a California and uh, New Mexico? Mexico? Basically the same thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're basically uh, the same kind of pepper. Take that, New Mexico. Yeah. It's the same as California. Pretty much the same thing. Yeah. Two Roma yeah. tomatoes, one brown onion, all right? Four all ounces right. of tomatillos, milpero. These are small, smaller tomatillos, all right? The husk removed. And all these ingredients you can find on uh, Walmart or Amazon, all right? Okay. So don't worry. Get it, get, it, get it delivered to your house. Yeah. All right? So four and four garlic cloves, kosher salt for all my yeah. Jewish people. That's right. Shalom. That's Absolutely. right. Absolutely. Yeah. Two cups of water. And a quarter of a bunch, a bunch of cilantro. Back when I used to do this, sal- this salsa, I would only do it with the hot chili peppers. But adding these other chil- uh, chili peppers makes it a tastier and uh, rich, richer flavor. And uh, it's kind of like a salsa that you'll get in in these uh, in any restaurant you'll go to. Like Delicious, a nice stuff. Uh, family run yeah. Mexican restaurant. Yeah. I Instead of having to pay ten dollars for it, you make it yourself. It's the way to do it. Yeah, man. All right. save the money, man. These places they jack up the price big time. Yeah. All right, so first we'll roast all the peppers on a cast iron griddle on medium heat. On medium heat, be sure not to burn the peppers. All right, don't burn the bad boy. Just don't roast them. Don't be burning my peppers. Yeah, don't What's burn the peppers. All right, they'll burn fast, especially the 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 chili de arbol. Those peppers burn fast. Once the peppers a, are roasted, a watched pot never boils. Exactly. Yeah, a watched pepper never burns. Exactly. Yeah. Once right. the peppers are removed, are roasted, remove them and set aside. All right. All right. Very simple stuff so far. All right. Yeah. 
Next, we'll add some foil to the cast iron griddle, all right? The griddle will be hot because you were roasting those peppers earlier. So use some tongs or some oven mitts, all right? The, the foil's, Don't burn yourself. Yeah. Don't be an amateur. The foil is going to help uh, prevent your griddle from getting uh, all messy and the tomatillo and tomatoes sticking to it, all right? So then we're going to add the, tom- the tomatillos, tomato, onion, and garlic to your cast iron griddle and roast until the tomatillos and tomatoes are roasted completely and begin to, to soften and change slightly in color, all right? Very all simple. Right. Gotcha. Very simple right. stuff here, guys. All right. All right. Basic. This is basic. You can do this. Basic. This is basic. not a roller coaster ride we're talking about. Exactly. Here. All right. In a medium to large uh, size pot, add the two cups of water and add, and add all the peppers, tomatillos, tomato, onion, and garlic. Submerge into all the ingredients and water. It's the some... convergence. It's it's the uh, yeah. it's like the in Pittsburgh. This... The rivers get together. They form the Ohio. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna the, yeah. We're gonna put put, put these in water to, to soften them to soften the chili peppers up. All right, and you're gonna yeah. submerge them in, submerge them all in in water and bring to a boil. All right, add more water if needed. Okay. And back in the day when I used to do this salsa, I, ne- I never did this process, and it's uh way better. All right, submerge these bad boys in water to soften them up, and the texture's yeah. gonna be a lot better. All right. Yeah, it's all about the texture. Food's a big texture thing. Big right? time, big time. I don't like yeah. seafood because I don't like the texture. Ah, oh, come on. I don't like it. All right. I don't like that fishy. Bad job by you. Once all the ingredients have boiled, add them to your blender and add the kosher salt and blend away. Check for flavor and then add the cilantro. Blend for like about 10 seconds, all right? Not all the way. Check for flavor again. Add more salt if needed, all right? If need right. be, enjoy with some chips or on some carne asada or on some eggs for breakfast. Just like that, you got an authentic... Mexican red salsa, baby. There you go. It'll be mind-boggling. It's so good. It's cooking with Roberto. Download the podcast and take notes. That's right, baby. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A A podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at first first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. 
Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.